St. John chapter number uh, 19. He said, verse number 8, When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more. Verse 7, the Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. I'll not read the whole story here, but this is familiar scriptures, probably with most every one of us here. But uh, Jesus is uh, before Pilate, and Pilate is uh, not comfortable with killing him not comfortable with crucifying him and talking to the Jews and trying to talk them out of such stuff. And uh, the Bible said, the Jews answered him, we have a law. By our law, he ought to die because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid, went again into the judgment hall and saith unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee, and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. <clears throat> Pilate here is uh, looking out of men's eyes, as you and I do oftentimes. Pilate asked him, saying, Speakest thou not unto me, knowest thou not, that I have power to crucify thee, and power to release thee. Here is a man with authority, as far as men are concerned. But Jesus said, Thou couldest have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. Verse number 12, from thenceforth Pilate sought to release him, but the Jew Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. I'd like to preach from that verse for a little while if the Lord had helped me. Uh, I need the Lord's help to be able to help you. And if I don't help you, just as Brother Braxton said, I'm not accomplishing what God has called me to do. <clears throat> but uh, Pilate, the Bible said, sought to release him. And the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. I'd like to preach a little while on friendship and friendship with the Lord. Uh, but uh, you know every man in life needs some friends. Every man does. I haven't uh, got a, a whole lot of friends, but I'm gaining as life goes. And not a one of them do I want to turn loose of. I need every friend I have. And uh, Jesus here was before Pilate, and Pilate felt within himself and he looked for a way to release Jesus. And they threatened him with his friend. And that is the trick of the devil. We need friends, but not above Jesus. We need friends, but not above God. We need friendship, but first of all, the Bible said, the number one commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. 
the Lord thy God. You know, uh, <clears throat> you pray for me. I'd like to preach this right. I'll try not to hold us long. I know there, this is camp meeting. Several more preachers here. And I'll try to give them room behind me. But uh, uh, there are boys and girls in our day that are, uh, I don't know a good word for it, but they are not normal boys. They are not normal girls because they have no friends at school. They have no friends and their parents. Nobody to talk to. And they are miserable. I went to school with a boy like that. He was the biggest troublemaker in the school. It wasn't because he wanted to be. But nobody was his friend. Nobody was. And you know, we sometimes mistake friendship in the day we live in. The prodigal son, he left the father's house. And he had money and he had uh, everything he needed to have a good time. And he had a following for a little while. But they weren't his friends because the Bible said that when he had spent all he had on righteous living, he was found left alone in the pig pen. So there is a difference in what the world calls friend and a true friend. And uh, the world here was telling Pilate, if you let Jesus go, you'll not be Caesar's friend. And Pilate wanted to be Caesar's friend, but he wasn't a true friend anyhow. He was just a politician friend. And that's a, that's a difference. I don't care about having friends that uh, I are, are my friend when the right people are around. And when I meet them somewhere else, they're not my friend. But when I have a friend, I want one every time I see them. Every time I see you, if you're my friend, I plan on you being my friend next time. And Pilate, he was confused with friendship. And he felt like I need to be Caesar's friend. And he waited all out. And he uh, ended up letting the Lord go. And letting him be crucified. And the reason that he did this, I need Caesar's friendship. But I like to preach a little while. We need friends in the world. The Bible tells us to have friends in the world. It does tell us. I'll not read you everything probably tonight. But the Bible tells us to have friends among the world. And we need them. But when it comes down to our soul, we need to lay aside our friendship and say, God, you're my number one friend. What would you like out of me? You know what Pilate needed to do? From the bottom of his insides, Pilate recognized, I need to turn this man loose. From the bottom of his heart, bottom, uh, uh, Pilate here, he realized, I need to let Jesus go. I'd be better off to crucify Barabbas. And he asked him, how about if I let him go and uh, crucify Barabbas? No, kill Jesus and give us Barabbas. And he knew within himself, but he still made the choice. I'll be Caesar's friend. Did you know we have people today that the Lord would love for them to be his friend? And they need his friendship. But they weigh it all out. And they say, oh, wait just a minute. I might lose a friend. I don't want to hold you long today. But you don't lose friends when you get saved. You don't. You gain a lot of friends. And uh, you don't ever lose a real friend. You don't. Let me read to you to prove that to you in the Bible. But uh, chapter number 17 of Proverbs. Verse number 17. Said a friend loveth at all times. 
a friend loveth at all times. What are you going to do, prodigal son, when you run out of money? I don't know yet. I've got a lot of friends. You don't have any friends. Yeah, I've got a lot of them. They're hanging around me. They go to town with me. They cruise the streets with They do all kinds of things with me. You don't have a friend. Yes, I do. Look at them. No, you've got money. And when you run out of money, you do not have a friend. That's our problem in our world today. We don't have enough friendship. We have got followers. We have got politicians. And if you'll vote for me, I'll be your friend. I don't want that. I want a true friend. And Jesus has been the truest friend that I have ever found. I know that I have made mistakes. I know that I haven't done as good as I needed to do. But I have fell on my face and I have cried and he has been there. He is a true friend and he has loved me at all times. At all times. How about when I don't preach so good and they ask me to and I don't reach the anointing and I go to the altar and I'm whipped and I cry and he meets me there and he loves me. Why do you do that, Lord? I'm a true friend. I'm a true friend. Did you know that there is a sinners, the sinners of our nation today, they are longing for a friendship with the Lord and they don't even know what they're longing for. They need a true friend. They don't need a fair weather friend. They don't need a friend when everything's going good. But they need a friend at all times that will love them. <laughs> you know, we talk about boyfriends. And girlfriends and uh, we have the friend there but uh, I realized when I was marrying that the girlfriend that I would have wasn't a good enough girlfriend to marry if I didn't love her at all times you know even if people talk about her I knew I needed to love her at all times if everybody didn't think she's pretty as I did I needed one that I loved at all times that's the only way to have a marriage that will stand did you know I have found to have a God that I need and have a God that will help me I need one that will love me when my head's down I need one that will love me when I'm shouting I need one that will love me when I'm sick I need one that will love me when I am begging for mercy and I have found him and if you haven't he will meet your need he will take care of your problems he is what the world needs in the 1900 and 1993 we need a friend that's closer than a brother <clears throat> I've got eight brothers I believe that any one of them would do anything I needed them to do for me if they could I believe they would they have proved it so far if they thought I needed something they'd call me on the phone see if they could help me see if they could do something how come they do that they're my brother they're my brother they're my brother and I have a friend every time he thinks I have a need if I'll call on him you know what he'll do he'll move for me again how come he sticks closer than a brother he sticks closer I know that I'm not preaching this like I need to tonight but chapter number 18 of Proverbs verse number 24 said a man that hath friends must shoe himself friendly there is a friend 
that sticketh closer than a brother. A man that hath friends, he must shoe himself friendly. I have problem with that. I want to be friendly, but I'm bashful. I want to make friends, but I'm bashful. And I want you to be my friend, but I don't know how to start a conversation. But I'm trying. I'm trying to make friends. But did you know there come a day that I had in the bottom of my heart I realized I'd like for Jesus to be my friend. And I didn't walk out of church griping about the services. I didn't walk out of the church griping about the preaching. I didn't walk out of church griping about the testimonies. But I was trying my best. Lord, I'm going to need your friendship. I want to please you. I want to shoot myself friendly. I want to act right. I want to act like you want me. I need you in my life. Did you know nobody could come better and hating God's gospel and be saved? But they have to shoot themselves friendly. They have to. They have to shoot themselves friendly. You need a friend that will be with you in good times and bad. I'll tell you who he is. But you can't talk bad about him anymore. You can't use his name in vain anymore. You can't curse him on the job anymore. But if you will shoo yourself friendly, he'll be glad to be your friend. He'll be the best friend you ever had. He'll be right beside you. Yes, but I'm almost out of money. He'll give you a little more. He's that kind of friend. He's that kind of friend. I'm almost out of food. Tell him about it. He'll give you some more food. I'm almost out of life. Tell him about it. He'll give you eternal life. He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And everybody in this world needs him today. <coughs> Let me read to you a little more and I'll close. But I wonder, I wonder when I see children that have no friends and they tear up the schools. I wonder how their life would change if they'd get Jesus for a friend. We had another boy in school. One day he came to school with a big black eye. It wasn't his enemy that gave him a black eye. It was his daddy. He had got drunk, got mad at his son, and blacked his eye. And you know the heart that let me know, that let me know a little of the reason why this boy was such a sorry character in school. Let me know, if he's got a daddy like that, no wonder he's always fighting. No wonder he badmouths the teachers. No wonder he acts, but a couple of years ago, he happened to come to our church uh, where I was at the time. My brother had invited him at Redden City. 21 years old, I believe. He walked in the door. We had went to school with him. We shook his hand. We said, Lenny, we're glad to have you here today, tonight. You know what? He looked at us and smiled. He said, I'm kind of glad to be here. He said, first time I've ever been to church in all my life probably 21 years old uh, is he a uh, catholic or some other no he's not anything he has never been to church you know what he needed he needed a friend you know what this world needs when we have divorces on the rampage we don't need more marriage counselors but we need a friend that will stick closer than a brother we don't need more of our people psychologists 
but we need a friend that when you will kneel down at an altar and you will tell him your problems he will be your friend in good times and in bad in evil times and in good it doesn't matter I will love you at all times and I'll stand by your side <laughs> you know that's the only way that you could go to heaven is if you've got a friend beside you in the bad times too you can't shout all the way there but you're going to need a friend when everybody doesn't agree with you when everybody is not talking good about you you can kneel down and say God I want to serve you and he'll say I'm right here I have never left you I have never walked away but I have stood beside you because you are my friend <laughs> prodigal son you got more friends than your older brother not really give me time give me time sinner friend you got more friends than some of the Christian people do not really give me time give me time my mother talked to a backslider one day at a, a funeral and this girl began to tell her her problems and she began to cry she hurried and wiped her tears away straightened her face mother said go ahead and cry I don't mind if you cry I don't mind and she looked at mother and she said you know I forgot how Christian people do she said in the world when you laugh they laugh with you and when you cry you cry alone you cry alone you know what I don't want that kind of friend I don't care about that kind of friend I don't care about them patting me on the back until I have a need of a friend and then leaving but I want them to be my friend at all times <laughs> I have friends here today that I have not asked you how much money you have in the bank doesn't even matter I'm your friend anyhow it doesn't even matter I haven't asked you if you have a new outfit on doesn't matter to me you're my friend whether you bought a new one or whether you bought one at a yard sale or whether you don't have one that's very new at all it doesn't matter whatever you come in you're my friend and did you know that I have a friend it does not matter if I don't always do like I should if I'm doing my best and I will pray and ask him for advice he loves me anyhow you know like I do that as long as you're in the human body you will make mistakes and you'll look back say Lord how come I ever acted so silly how come I did was you sinning no but I should have had better sense than that and you know what he loves you anyhow he does he's that kind of friend he's that he's the kind of friend that I want to walk with me to my bedside when I cross over or whatever I'm in automobile accident whatever it may be I don't want people to say oh what a sad life lived a Christian all these years and then no friends but I want him to meet me there say I'm still your friend I'm still your friend I still love you I still stand beside you we had an 87 year old man brother Virgil Morris just passed away 
a couple of weeks ago uh, at Gypsy. But you know what? He had a friend beside him. He stood with him through life. Brother Virgil could tell you out of 87 years, many years, that God had helped him. But now it's time to cross over. What's the Lord going to do for me? He had some boys come out. He had them lost boys insist he go to the hospital. Finally he gave and he went. But you know what he told us? He said, you have not. He said, you people feel like you're defeated because God has not healed me yet. He said, let me tell you what you're coming up against. He said, you're praying for God to heal me. He said, I'm praying to go home. And you know what? The Holy Ghost moved on his wife and his daughter standing by his hospital bed. And Brother Virgil went home and left them speaking in an unknown tongue. Not during the time of death. Yes, I'll be your friend at all times. I'll be your friend at all times. Oh, not when we're mourning. Not when we're grieving. Yes, any time you need a friend, call on me. I'll be there. Let me read to this. Read this to you. You know that uh, you can't do without friends. You can. Uh, but I started trying to preach to you about Jesus. Some people think their friends are worth more than him. I've seen some. I'd like to be saved. I'd like to be a Christian. I'd like to live for God. But some of them say, my wife won't have it. Some of them say, my husband won't have it. Some of them say, my parents won't have it. But I'll tell you what, if they're a true friend, they'll be your friend when you're born again. They'll be your friend when you got the victory. They'll be, they may not want to be a Christian yet, but they can't lose a good friend because they love at all times. I know a man that he decided that his wife wasn't being a Christian and he wasn't going to have it. And you know what? He loved her so good and God loved her so good and she had chose God first that the day he decided to tell her you're either living with Jesus or you're living with me. There is no in between. That night at church she was filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because I've got a number one friend and then you're still my husband. I have got a number one friend. He is first in my life and then I listened to you and she came home to tell him that she got the Holy Ghost and couldn't speak in English. What's going on here? He got afraid to say anything. He got afraid to do anything. She has got a better friend than what I have been. <laughs> Chapter number 15 of St. John. <clears throat> This is my commandment, verse 12, that ye love one another as I have loved you. If you don't love your brethren or your sisters, you've got a sad life. I don't know if you'll make it to heaven or not. You won't if you don't pray through over it. But if you pray through it over your, on your deathbed, you've lost out of a lot of good things by not having them as your friend. You have, you know, I have some neighbors that I plan on them being my friend whether they get saved or not. I do. And I hope they get saved. But as long as they're my neighbor, I need their friendship. They need the Lord's friendship. I need theirs. You know, 
He said, this is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. I don't understand why church people aren't always good friends. They should be the best. They should be. You know, we don't come to church to politic. We don't come to church to kick you out and put you in. But we come to worship the Lord. And if you come to worship the Lord, then hadn't we ought to be friends? Even if we don't know each other very good, we ought to be friends. I have met people in church that they were such my friend because I was in church that it made it easy to preach. First time I was ever there. Why? Because they planned to be my friend. They're here to worship. They're here to praise God. They're here to live for God. Let me read this to you and I'll close. But he said, this is my greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends how do you know if jesus is a true friend look what he's done for us greater love hath no man than this that he lay down his life for his friends i had some good friends in school but i haven't laid down my life for him yet but he has for me greater love hath no man than this that he laid down his life for his friends there are people today, I don't know if you're here tonight, today or not, but there are people their heart is craving for an honest, good-hearted soul friend. And I need to tell you, Jesus is the one that you need. I have seen people without a companion crying because their companion left them until they found Jesus. And then they still cried, but I've got a friend that laid down his life for me and it feels so good to come home from work and to visit with him feels so good to go to the house of God he said ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you greater he said henceforth I call you not servants for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. He is the best friend that I have ever had. You know what? Pilate had a sad ending. I don't know if history knows everything, but history says that Pilate saved his friendship with Caesar to keep his job. And he lost his job soon after Jesus died. That's what kind of friends the world offers. They will tell you, you know, even when kids, we used to threaten one another. If you don't do it my way, I won't be your friend anymore. I won't be, not if you're my real friend. Jesus won't treat me that way. If I don't do it just like he wanted me to, and I'll wake up like David did and beg God for mercy. Did you know he will be my friend? He'll say, I still love you. Do better next time. Go and do better. He told the lady at the well, go and sin no more. You mean you're her friend, Lord? Sure am. I love her as much as I love anyone else. He loves everybody here today. Did you know that lonely and that hurting pain that is in sinner's heart can be filled by letting Jesus be their friend? You know that emptiness and that longing for something. They go to ball games. They go here and they go there. They go to movies. Why do they have to go everywhere, every weekend, and never at home, never content? Because they don't have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I've preached long enough.
Brother Bryson. 